So those cops in Uvalde, Texas were a bunch of fags, huh? <laughs> Welcome to Storytime with Dave. I'm your host, Dave. And I'm your other host, Lauren. Is that a time when that's a, when you're allowed to say it? When you're saying it about men that killed children? Effectively, by their inaction, killed children. Are we allowed to call them fags? Shouldn't that be the repurposement of the word? As, a, as the only person between the two of us here who has had multiple gay experiences... I'll green light the use of fag because I can, I think I, that's my power. I can do that. Yeah. I used to have a bit that was like, well, what if I called Hitler a faggot? That's on the table for sure. I also that's think gotta that be on the table. all you have to do is just publicly kiss one dude and then you could say whatever you want. And then you can just say faggot? For sure. I, one time in Washington Square Park, kissed a homeless man on the cheek. Doesn't really count, but Pride Month is tomorrow, so we'll consider oh, it. Oh, God. <laughs> we'll bring it through the system. <laughs> it's also the day A jury that, of our peers will decide if you're gay enough. It's also the day that What is a Woman comes out, that Matt Walsh documentary. Oh, my God. Is that midnight tonight? I think so. I'm going to watch it. Or we should we watch it together? We should watch it together. Okay, we'll watch it together. Um, I'm excited for that. That's why he timed it like that. Because we were wondering all weekend, like, why can't we watch it this weekend? He wanted to make it the first day of Pride Month. Right. Which is also Women's Month. Is it Women's Month? I believe it is. Or at least there's a Women's March on the day that... Women's Month is March. I don't think so. It is. Women's History Month is March. Women's History Month. Oh, but this is Women's Month. Women's Contemporary Month. Right Now Month. So there's Women's Month from before. So that's everything that we talk about from before. Uh And then there's everything, all of our dreams. This is the month that we discuss our dreams. Right. And our and goals, we make a big vision board and we fly on a float during Pride Month. Everyone dances around and we and we all celebrate each other. Isn't that like typical white woman behavior to just take something that isn't theirs and try to make it theirs? Yeah. Also, I don't really know if it's... I know for a fact that he said, I'm dropping it on this day because there is a woman's something and it's the first day of Pride Month. So. Okay. Well, you know, nothing says I'm oppressed. Like... Jumping on top of a police car in a man thong and twerking. The cops love it, though. Pride rules. Pride's not the issue here. Is it not? Pride? Isn't it kind of depraved? I mean, I don't love the idea. I used to have a joke about this. Um, Like, the best part of Pride Month is... Vultures in your cup? Yeah. (laughs) Vultures in your ass. It is the is gay shame July when oh, everything yeah, yeah. ends and, and everyone thinks that, no you don't shame them they're just shamed like they feel ashamed because oh, of all because the because of their behavior all the leather daddying that occurred right. <laughs> that makes sense people you know anyone every literally everyone I know is gay and trans and queer and whatever so clearly Something's there's no the issue well. So it's microplastic next. It's but, wait, what do we call it? Stratospheric yeah. aerosol injection. Chemtrails. Making the frogs gay. More like them trails. That's a bad joke. My friends are gonna get oh, mad about man. that, but that's fine. They're uh, not gonna listen to this. That well, maybe, but we'll who see. cares? The the point is that um <sighs> you don't need to be walked on a leash by your partner in a leather dominatrix outfit. In the daytime. That's something you can do for it the, at the nighttime. It's something for the home, I think. It's something for the home, but in Pride Month, do it. You know, I don't know. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I understand. You can't be doing that and then have people, like, 
make fun of you and you get mad. Like, I, it's, yeah, it, that's you know what a, I mean? <laughs> my thing is, like, it's so confusing that I think I said this on one of the episodes. Like, do I have to be an ally? Am I allowed to just not be an ally? Can I just be neutral? Like, the Switzerland of gayness and straightness. I'm not picking a side. I don't support gays. I just don't support straights. Well, it depends on what your... They can what already your get married. Definition of ally is, or what your definition of support is, rather, like. Well, it's ally. They use that word. No, but I'm, not I'm going, asking you. I'm not what? going to war with you. They're not at war. Just if they do, if they decide to go to war, I'm not. I'm not going to be involved in that. I would be involved in that. That's fine. I so would, you're an ally. Though. I'm definitely. I'm absolutely an ally. Yeah, I'm not. And a queer of sorts. And can you know? I? Am I allowed to look at? what happens at like a pride parade and be like, ugh, am I allowed to do that? Well, what about it are you going ugh about? It's just going like, ugh, you know? I mean. <laughs> am I allowed to do that? That people would classify that as homophobia. Is that, but I'm not afraid. I understand. I'm not saying fear. I'm saying the way that it is publicly classified. People will publicly say you're a homophobe if you don't like people like naked, like bashing up cop cars, like you said. Well, it's like, okay, if I saw, like, remember when we were at that thing in Vegas and, and we, were, like, at the, we well, were at the pool party in Vegas, you remember? Yeah. And <laughs> if there was, like, a, a big frat bro and some, you know, some woman was, like, twerking on him and they're both, like, wearing basically nothing in bathing suits, I would also go, ugh. Well, do yeah. Do you have to do that? You, you correct. It, so, I feel the same way where I'm like, yeah, public, Real, like you have to do that right now. Like public sexuality makes you uncomfortable and makes every uh, most people uncomfortable. I just go. Hey, I don't go. Oh, uh, I'm the type of person who goes, "Oh, great!" Like, you know, I enjoy it. Like, I find, oh, great! No, you mean it like that. I, yeah, God, oh, God, great. fucking damn it! No, I, I'm just like nice. Get it out. You know, go off. I guess you got to get it out once a year on I mean, schedule. Yeah. Look, it's fun. Dude, especially in, like, Miami, New York, L.A., like, these are places where there are huge gay communities, and it's fun to just, like, celebrate how far everything's come with a bunch of people. Like, but that's the other thing. Like, what about, it's, it's like the whole pride thing, too, where you, it's like, when someone says, I'm proud to be an American, I'm like, but you didn't do anything. If you're an immigrant, are you not you, proud to be an American? No, I, think I you was are. just born here. I feel like certain. I feel like that's not true. I feel like certain types of ways about being an American, but it's not proud. Like if I, you feel lucky. <laughs> if I go up on stage and crush, I feel proud of myself yeah. because I did something and I worked for it. If you're an immigrant, you can be proud to be an American. If you're an immigrant and it took you like many years to get your citizenship mm -hmm. then you did something active mm -hmm. to achieve a goal sure but it's like we're born this way and we're proud of it i'm like i'm not proud of being jewish i don't have jewish pride i just was born a jew i had right. nothing to do with it well, if you were just born gay and you had nothing to do with it but you're proud of it it's an interesting well no because look i'm people don't know that i have had the experiences that I've had and I'm not like open about I'm open about that like with my friends but I'm not like I don't go around being like I'm a proud queer woman I don't even like really know or care to label 
what I am. But some people who really care, and it defines basically their whole not personality because I'm not really accusing well, them. No, no, no. Let me do. finish. Some I'm not. Do. I'm not accusing everyone of like making being gay their personality because that is the case for a lot of people. But like. coming out is insanely hard for so many people and just to be and even if you're not out if you get to like go out and dress up and no one you know is there and you get to celebrate who you really are with other people who are out and who like love you no matter what it's a powerful thing it's a it's a nice thing that people get to do now you can say the same about like you know Black Lives Matter protests and stuff where, you know, you have a bunch of people really passionate about the same thing. But once you see shit happening in the streets that you don't like, you don't have to be, like, supportive of that. You don't have to like pride when they're doing gross sex stuff in the street or when they're, you know, vandalizing property. You don't have to like that. You should not like that. But it doesn't, it's not representative of the whole thing. Pride is just so much about like love and partying. I'm, I'm down for it. The parades are obnoxious though. It leaves confetti and garbage and cum and vomit everywhere. I'm not, I don't love that. You don't need to add more of that to New York, you know? Well, what's the but, difference but at this go point? go off, I don't have to clean it up. <laughs> Best city in the world. Yeah. Okay, we're getting into certain topics. My eyes are a little itchy right now, so pardon me it's while right. I itch it. I could sing. <laughs> We'll we'll save that for the next time. I can't think of something to say. (laughs) We're going to start with a few things. We're talking about justice Mm -hmm. in America. And then we'll finish up with this little op-ed that someone wrote (laughs) and put Joe Biden's name on it. This is what I was going to say before we get into it, but we'll just do a preface. If you're the type of person who thinks that Joe Biden wrote that op-ed in the Wall Street Journal, then you're also the type of person who thinks that you're a fag (laughs) and you're the type of person who thinks that anything he suggests would actually work. Yeah. Because you know nothing, essentially, in both regards. We'll get to that. That'll be at the end of the episode. So we... We start with this Durham trial, and I got to say, I've been doing this too often where I'm coming with very limited information, and I'm like, we're talking about it, but whatever, we're going to talk about it. I don't have, like, one of the reasons I have limited information is because I had no idea it was going on until, like, two days before it ended. It ended today with an acquittal of Sussman, who was Clinton's lawyer in 2016. And what, are they on the Depp side or the Amber side? (laughs) They're the Amber in this situation. And Durham is is Johnny Depp. <laughs> Wait, but what was the outcome of that trial? They're the is jury. It over yet? No, they're in a deliberation phase. Okay, so listen to this. The Durham trial involving Hillary Clinton and her campaign. Two weeks, the whole trial. Jury deliberated for less than twenty four hours. And when did that go on? Yesterday. Oh, the deli- the jury came to a conclusion yesterday. Today. So you're saying that the trial, the two week long trial, yeah. that wasn't televised, was no. going on during the same time as the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial. Seems awfully convenient. Why would they do that for Hillary Clinton? I I don't know. I don't see anything suspicious about that. And I have no reason to believe that's that. That's weird because every time I Google trial, only one thing comes up. And it's that one. The Amber Heard trial. The Amber Heard trial. The important trial. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking about... Where lives are at stake. What are the impacts? Yeah. Especially politically. 
Amber Heard, Amber Heard is a lot more could important. have made four million dollars doing Aquaman two. Yeah. Um, she also she could have been making she could be the next Jason Momoa. Yeah, I would argue of, she already is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really a shame what they're doing to this country's <clears throat> women. Amber, no one believes her. Hillary, I mean, I guess she's doing better now, but she's doing a lot better today. So they acquitted. I mean, I don't even know exactly like, okay, this is what they had to do. It was related to the Russiagate hoax. And they were trying to hold these people accountable because the Clinton campaign was in on it and they were orchestrating it. This political attack on Donald Trump using the Russiagate thing. And you find also that the only like collusion involved with any Russian operatives was done by the Clinton campaign, if any. Like collusion's a stretch, but they had contacts in Russia. They had contacts in Britain. Christopher Steele, the Steele dossier. People know about these things. Yeah, by the way, sound off via email or however you communicate with Dave. What is an ally? What is, <laughs> you know, what is exoneration? What is collusion? What what do these things mean to you? Since the definitions of all words are up to the public at this point, yeah. let us know what you think. Because sure. we can't know as white people. <laughs> no, contact me on, um, no, but I'm, I, I can be, I'm uh, amorphous. Like I could just say I'm not, I could just say I'm not white, I'm Jewish. Because Jews do that all the time and That's I'm not true. above that. Even though it's nonsense. <laughs> At this point, you don't have to be. Even though it. it's nonsense. It's, as an Italian uh, American, I too claim. Yeah, I'm from a Sicily. I'm not the whites. I'm from meat, meatball country. Yeah, meatballistan. <laughs> that means land of meatballs. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> um, so Parmistan. <laughs> chicken Parmistan. Parmistan. <laughs> This is what happened with the Durham trial. Like, they tried to get it. Uh, Durham tried to get it out of Washington, D.C. He said, we can't do it in Washington, D.C. because you can't get a fair jury in Washington, D.C. On the, on the jury itself, you had four Hillary Clinton donors, one AOC donor, and one woman whose daughter plays on the same softball team as Sussman's daughter. So it's fair. So it's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so, okay. We know it wasn't televised, but during, like, just like the Ghislaine Maxwell mm -hmm. situation, there's reporters present. Mm -hmm. Isn't that, like, the law? Like, reporters, media has to be present in some way, or at least they have to be allowed to, to do something, right? I think that's... Correct. I, I think I'm that, making an assumption. I think that a judge can order that they can't. This is like, I, I'm not sure. I think a judge can order, yeah, that they can't film, but also that they can't release things while the trial's ongoing if they choose to do that. Okay. I think they're allowed to do that. Fine. I think a judge allowed to do that, so, which makes a lot of sense. And I would actually support a judge's uh, discretion in doing that because if a judge thinks it's going to impact a trial to make things public while the trial's going on. Well, it depends on if the jury are allowed to, like, go home or whatever, right? I don't really know how that works. Well, they have but, to. I mean, there's no there's no way. That's, well, like with OJ, they didn't. Didn't they stay in hotels and stuff? I don't know. But then it's like, what? They're just on the honor system. 
You promise. You won't turn on the TV. You promise. It's on penalty of something, right? I mean, but I'm, anyway, I'm the, sure the it only is, reason prove it. the prove only reason it. I'm asking Then you're going to put one of the jurors on trial? Dude, I don't know. The, <laughs> jurors, sorry. The, the only reason I'm asking is because during the jury selection period, like clearly there was a little bit of a of a lapse there. Yeah, well that is ultimately up to I think that's ultimately also up to the judge if they're going to say so if Durham's going to say you can't let this person on the on the jury they donated to Hillary Clinton's campaign and the judge can be like you know what too bad we're keeping him on the jury that's not a, a reasonable enough I cause to think, remove them from the jury they're well, allowed okay i don't think though that a judge can deny like okay you can be really picky with a jury but you can't be too picky like you can't be picky to the point that you're like you have no one else to pick from so i think after a certain point and of course this is me speaking completely out of my armpit but like um i'm pretty sure <laughs> you can you can skip people or make excuses for why someone is unfit and then at a certain point the judge goes like no, I don't think this one is good enough. But I don't think they could say that for all of them. And I'm wondering if, if a reporter was present for that so that someone can tell us what went down there. Yeah, so this is like basically what happened. I think the reason Durham wanted it out of Washington, D.C. is because you can't put a jury tr together that doesn't have Hillary Clinton donors in it in Washington, D.C., yeah. That's why he wanted to move it out. Right. That wasn't allowed. They said, you have to keep it here. And then basically what was decided was there's no way. So Durham said there's no chance, zero chance, that we're going to get them on coming to the conclusion that Hillary's team like colluded together to manipulate an election. They couldn't make it about the election itself. So what they ended up doing was, because there was an FBI investigation that went on with regards to Steele dossier and this guy Sussman, they tried to, they said, you know what, we're going to make the whole case about trying to get a jury to acknowledge that this guy Sussman lied to the FBI. So a small consolation if they could have achieved it at all. It mm -hmm. wasn't like they couldn't do it the way that they wanted to, mm -hmm. which like this is just, that's just the reality of you know power dynamics in washington dc you're not gonna get that and so they said let's just try for something let's try to get this guy sussman because they had definitive proof that basically he misrepresented himself by not disclosing that he was a clinton lawyer that he was a lawyer working for the clinton campaign right and that is where they i mean throughout the trial, they they provided sufficient evidence to prove this claim as being true. Today, Sussman was acquitted hmm. because God isn't real. I don't know. I think like if you've got a trial involving politicians in Washington D.C., it seems like the only the only um, situation where maybe they would be found guilty is if they actually didn't do it. That's kind of my like. I was trying to explain this to my cousin because he he was sincerely like we were talking maybe like a month ago or a month and a half. I think I told you about this where he said 
sincerely, he was being honest. He mm-hmm. said the walls are closing in on Trump. He's going to get arrested with this New York attorney general trial. And I said, you need to let this go. It's unhealthy. <laughs> and I said, it would be like me. Sa- and I said, what, what's your reaction to this? The walls are closing in on Hillary Clinton. She's going to be arrested. He was like, that's insane. That's ridiculous. And I said, yes. Yeah. I know that. I can't stand Hillary Clinton. She should pay for all of her evil. She never will. She never will. Never. The only pay is going to be when she's judged by God or when she's kept up at night by the things she's done, which I doubt. I doubt that her conscience keeps her up at night. Of course not. So she'll never pay... I think she paid by losing the election. That's true. That's true. That was the one thing that she wanted and the one thing that she thought was in, like, so in the bag. It was so, yeah. Um, That's a good point. So, you know what? Then, yes. And that's the best. And she's broken now. Like, she's a broken woman. And that's pretty cool. That's the best we're going to get. And that's pretty good. I mean, I think I have a sneaking suspicion because she's always, like, famously said in the past five years or so, six years, seven years, um, that she would never run again like it was just too hard and too much but really like from a tv production standpoint from a narrative production standpoint she's just building the underdog yeah the broken woman narrative where everyone's like oh man i'm so sorry babe you really we really thought you had it and she's like i can't do it again i can't go forward and then in the final hour when everyone is like we have no more no more democrats to trust or not trust bad word but like to to look to to inspire hope in people um they're hillary's gonna be like once once more for the ones in the back and she's gonna do a, a victory lap and only when she loses that one will I be really happy. I don't think she's going to run again, but it's not out of the I scope I think there's like a 45% chance that she will run again. I put it at a 10% chance. One of the reasons is that this thing just happened. The Republicans are going to be like, it's. it was made very clear. They're going to show, you know, like, they're going to be, able, maybe not clips, but they're going to be able to show that... This guy got off, even though he did it. Sure. It's going to be a big liability. So now she's got this liability on top of being one of the most unlikable But liability to who? Because the people who love her don't believe that or care. Well, you know, I mean, who are you really going for in an election? You're not going for a lot of votes. Like, a lot of people, you're not going to sway them in one direction or another. But you're going for people... Who are like Hillary can run as a Republican. She should. That would be hilarious, That'd and be I would vote for her. Awesome. I would vote for her for the second time. <laughs> That's the yeah. only time if, I voted in an election. That's why I'll never vote again. Because the only time I ever voted, I for voted Hillary. for Hillary, <laughs> and I'll never vote again because I said I made such a horrible mistake and only realized years later what a mistake it was that I can never, I'll never do it again. Yeah. I would only ever vote if there were like if I was like one of a hundred people who were allowed to vote. Sure. Which I think should be the case. I think I should be one of 100 people who are allowed to vote. And I think the system would be better. It would be cool if you could like have a small electoral college type of thing where you could apply to be a voter. And it was strictly like test-based. Not sure. Like nothing else. Like no race, ethnicity, background, essay, like none of that. Just like standardized test, like 50 multiple choice questions. And- I think it should be... Really, I think... 
the voting to be blood populist. No, it should just be land owning Jewish men. Because let's like let's stop pretending. So not you. Let's stop pretending. Yeah, yeah it wouldn't be me. It's never. I'm not you. saying. I'm not saying it would be me. I'm saying let's stop pretending. Let's just acknowledge who runs this country sure. and just let them run this country. Yeah. Or at least vote on who runs this country. Let them vote on the wasp. Chinese American people and landowning Jews. Yeah, okay, sure. Well, because that's what you and I have talked about this a million times, where like all these foreign business people, Saudi Arabians, Chinese, buy apartments in these buildings and they just don't live there just to right. have some degree of citizenship or tax whatever so it would be funny if like we looked at the docket of like by whatever standards you're describing like who is eligible to vote and it's all like people who have literally never lived here but have 10 addresses here and they'd probably do a better job of choosing a leader because they are concerned with their assets exactly and they they're like use... i don't want my stuff to be destroyed i don't want civil you know, I don't want civil unrest. I want to have a stable society where I park my money. I want civil undress. So I would say maybe, yeah, maybe make it only. Oh, there's dogs outside barking. Dogs or birds. Or maybe birds. make it only foreigners who have a net worth of 10 million or more <laughs> and own real estate in the United States are allowed to vote. Isn't that who truly is voting anyway? Through well, our representatives. They're again, I'm saying, like, people. let's just stop with the, the farce. Let's that's, just stop with the illusion. Fair. Let's just make it what it really is. That's fair. And then you don't even have to worry about going to vote on election day. Like, you have nothing to do with this. Stop pretending you do. You should be able to vote as many times as you want, like American Idol. Just keep like I would take I would take the like, phone at night because we had like a house phone and I would take it into my bed and I would call the number over and over again one eight six six four three six five seven zero and then whatever number the candidate was and I used to vote for whoever it was I was like eight years old it was over and over and over again and I was like I did a really good job for yeah. my candidate like I voted twenty five times well fine I mean you look know? you're already allowed to do that with mail in ballots no you're not. You can, you can get, like, one more, maybe two, depending on how many dead people you know. Which well, you know, maybe you're, like, you know, maybe you're my roommate, and I get my mail-in ballot in the mail. And address. <laughs> and I go, uh, oh, fuck this thing. And I go throw it in the garbage, and you see me throw it in the garbage, you go pick it up. Yeah, I mean, now you, got my ballot now now. you sound like, a, like an old fart. Well, I'm just saying, if you want a Reagan election, make it a lot of mail-in votes. We'll try that next time. You know what's the other funny thing about the 2020, uh, you know, whatever happened there? Is that a lot of mail-in <laughs> votes. charade. This is the other thing. A lot of mail-in votes, especially in 2020, when there was that thing that happened where people were like, some people were getting sniffles and stuff. A lot of the mail-in votes were old people. Are old people generally more conservative or generally more liberal? But then when you look at the counts, you go, wow, when did this happen? Where all old people are liberal. Like 95% of old people are liberal now? I think what a, what a turn of events. Well, I think a theory would be that old people were feeling threatened by the Republicans' uh, values when it came to COVID, and they wanted everything to be open, and they were threatened by the idea that they wouldn't be able to like walk in the street alone 
I mean, not alone, but like without a mask or like be safe. And they thought that it would just be like Florida chaos everywhere if a Republican was voted in. So I think a lot of I, I truly think that a lot of older people like switched over to for like state COVID safety reasons because they trusted what the Democrats were saying that they were going to do. Um, OK. Not on board with that. I'm not on board with that. Oh, but that's, but that's you know that's something you think, and I don't it's I don't share that opinion. It's yeah. a theory. It's fine. That's fine. Yeah, we just we throw theories out all the time here. That's what we do, and we have fun doing it. Go buy land, Jew. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <clears throat> so we basically look. The only thing to be said about the Durham thing is like if you expected anything to come of it, that was silly. If you expected this guy to be held accountable, this Sussman fella, that was silly to think that. <laughs> if you expect any politician to be held accountable for any bad thing that they do, that's silly. Maybe that's why they didn't want to waste a TV crew because everyone knew what was Everyone probably happen. knew. You know, like, that's a less, like, that's a more, like, realistic take. And they're yeah. like, dude, we, we all know what this is. Yeah. Even Durham let's, let's knew what this was. Let's do it in private. Yeah, like, do we really need to waste people's time? Um, do you want to... Do you want to say anything about that Amber Heard trial before we move on to well, I, talk about the staircase? I don't think that it's a coincidence that they were at the same time. I don't think so either. Um, and I don't think either of us recognized the significance of that until we spoke about it. No, but we other. also, like we did, like I said, it was because we did not know. I definitely That the Hillary Clinton thing was going on. Yeah. Till it was more than halfway done. Yeah. Because of all this nonsense that was going on. I mean, not to, it's not, this is not the only nonsense. You got Davos going on at the same time. Right. You got, you know, Ukraine Democristan, home of democracy. Mm-hmm. You got Kanye becoming the creative director for McDonald's. That was big news. Okay, you got that too, apparently. Yeah. That's something I care a lot about. He's going to do a great job. <laughs> do you want to... <clears throat> well, no. I mean, no one really cares about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing because the TLDR is that, like, they're both annoying. Yeah. Like, and it's good that Johnny Depp gets to, like, air out the insanity that, like, was yeah. his marriage. And there's all these... They were married? Yeah, that's the whole point. I didn't even know they were married. They were married for, like, two years. I thought yeah. they were just, like, dating. No, they were married for two years. And she said, like, so she got a divorce settlement of $7 million or something. Right. And said that she donated it all to the ACLU and a children's hospital. Oh, but she didn't, right? She said that she pledged it. And she's like, it's the same thing. Like, it's, <laughs> it's literally fucking not. And Camille Vasquez, the one, like, the pretty one um, that's on Johnny Depp's side, uh, was like going hard on her and everyone loves her now like the trial wasn't even enough for like of course it's enough to distract people but the extra like content coming out of of the trial from all these youtubers who are mm -hmm. editing clips together and making compilations of like all the times that johnny depp looks like he's in love with the lawyer and like the lawyer, like the pretty lawyer, which I'm right. rooting for, by the way. I hope that he gives her something like yeah. sexually, because that <laughs> would be so great for her. That yeah, would be good for her. I mean, because she's beautiful and she's really co like cool. And if she wins and she's it for competent, him, she's a good lawyer. 
she's Would you say she's good? So this is the thing of I think she's a very good lawyer. I think that there are things that I feel like she missed in the questioning of Amber Heard. Like, okay, so these legal teams, like, on either side, they're male and female, and they're varying degrees of, like, rudeness or snarkiness, depending on who they're questioning. Right. So, you know, the best move, like, psychologically, would be to publicly criticize Amber Heard, someone who's claiming domestic abuse she said that johnny depp raped her with a vodka bottle Uh. like things that wouldn't have been possible which they also proved because he had like a soft cast on his finger um when she smashed it with a vodka bottle a different vodka bottle obviously yeah the the dinner one not the breakfast one or the lunch one yeah from that day but um Regardless, like if if you are gonna go against a beautiful Hollywood actress who's claiming, alleging that she was raped, the best way to fight that is to pair her up with a beautiful female lawyer who's like not gonna be like, oh, I'll believe all women, right. like, like no, I'm calling you out on your bullshit. It's possible for women to say no, you're being a liar, yeah. and that's a very powerful psychological statement. And obviously, the judge is the best one. She's the most competent, fair, cool judge that I've ever seen in a public trial like this. And I guess it's not really saying much, but like she, there's no clear signs of like favoring one side over the other. And one thing that Camille and the rest of Johnny Depp's team does very well is like object to like they nitpick they're like chihuahuas like everything that is claimed by Amber side they're like objection hearsay objection you know whatever irrelevant yeah. obje- you know um, and they get a lot sh- like stricken from the records yeah which um you know they just they know the case and they know how to fucking be really good lawyers so well, i'm this is like and and amber heard's lawyers jesus christ they're the they're like they're really bad glaringly I've only bad seen clips of yeah them. i've paid almost zero attention to the whole thing yeah which i'm happy about but what you just said is a another thing that i'm like this is so silly the whole justice system is really silly. Like, if you really analyze it, it's like... Now that I'm thinking about it, well, it's it like, is quite It's silly. like uh, the, the Winston Churchill quote, where he's like, democracy is the worst form of government besides every other form of government. You ever heard that quote before? I think no, it's something like that. But we should call this episode Democracy Manifest. <laughs> <laughs> democracy. This is Democracy Manifest. Um, and I would argue against Churchill on that and say, no, it's just the worst. But actually, oligarchy is the worst. But anyway, you go objection, hearsay. And then, and then you go to the jury, you go, similar to what we were talking about before, it's like, you can't. You didn't hear that. Right. It's like tell you know, it's like it's like if you if you curse in front of a little kid. Yeah. And you're like You didn't hear that. You didn't hear that. I didn't say that. And they're like, fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. And it's like telling a jury, like, that's been stricken from the record, so you're not allowed to consider that. It's like the cat's out of the bag, dude. No, but but what it does is say like objection like because if a person is being questioned and they're 
speaking about certain things, like if they go too far off on some idea of what happened instead of their recollection of what happened, then they say, no objection, you're making, you're presuming things now. So then the jury goes, oh yeah, that's a good point. Like you're saying if this happened, then like you're hypothesizing. You're stopping them. You're stopping them. Yeah. And also that's another thing when you object, like they can't continue speaking unless it's overruled and then they can. Um, But the judge can say like, yeah, okay, it's the same. Next, next question. And then the jury goes, oh, shit. Like, the judge is recognizing that they are not supposed to be saying that or that it's not relevant or that it could be a lie or that these things. So it's not like, oops, you didn't hear that. It's more like now the jury is aware that they were being manipulated by that witness. Right, you know? but here's the thing. And this will bring us on to our next topic, which will be more interesting than the Amber Heard Johnny Depp thing. We'll Doubt talk about it. we'll talk about the staircase. That's what it is called. Yeah, which is a good docu series with equally attractive. Oh, very attractive defendants. people. Oh, the whole cast. <laughs> yeah, the whole cast. <laughs> but we're not gonna. Um, we are gonna spoil the fuck out of it. So if yeah, you've you had. We are interested. Like seven years to watch. So yeah, if you're interested in watching it, then just pause right now and go watch it. And you can come back. So. This is the question, and I'm going to pose it, and I'll explain the, why I'm posing it. What if, this is what people need to consider when you're talking about jury trials, when you're talking about the justice system, the American justice system, which is really the British common law justice system. This is what you have to ask. What if the people on your jury are a bunch of fucking retards? What if... Regionally, that can be a big problem. (laughs) What if the people on your jury are a bunch of fucking retards? I wanted to say, like, that. you ever hear that Chris Rock bit? Where he's like, what if the person he called a faggot was was acting like a faggot? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, (laughs) That's, by the way, Chris Rock's best bit of all time, in my opinion. Um, But, so, what do you do? Friend of the show. Friend of the show. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm an Alpine once. What do you do? And why? And what's a peer? Well, and so what's a peer? And how this, is that defined? Well, a peer is just another person who's an adult? Listen, this goes back to what we were talking about before with the jury selection. Like, in the staircase, I don't know if you remember the jury selection period, but they went really hard yeah. on selecting the jury. And um, Michael Peterson's, the defendant, the accused, um, his legal team was brilliant but they were too brilliant and they were speaking like big city slickers and at the end of the day even though they made every point that they could have made and asserted every fact that supported his innocence at the end of the day they're like oh the Chinese expert that you used who had a thick accent um, was hard to understand it was they were off put they, by it. yeah and, so then and, I would like, just, and therefore we're going with the white cop who has been involved with, you know, like my daughter's dance recital, was, uh, the deputy fucking whatever the fuck, the chief. Um, I don't know. It was like not FBI, a different. 
he was the sheriff or something. He was like, or the DA, the DEA. What is that? Not DEA. I thought you were talking about the guy who's the expert they brought in. Who? Oh no! They the... said that he was the biggest impact. The jury afterwards said he had the biggest impact, and that guy you know, was they, talking was... like this. And I'm making a point here. Not the and Chinese I'm... guy. It wasn't a Chinese guy. I, do I sound like a Chinese guy? Yeah, no. I'm making a point. Yeah. I'm making a point here. Yeah. No. I have a, gla- a glass staircase. <laughs> he brought in that little plastic staircase. Yeah, no, that was great. Um, no, the Chinese guy was a blood splatter expert, like a forensic uh, blood yes. trajectory expert. Whatever that is. And, yeah, just someone who, like, looks at the blood splatters and says because it's angled like this it couldn't have come from over here yeah wait we have to actually wait we have to we have to stop staircase is about yeah um michael peterson let me do it is an author go ahead michael peterson is a highly complicated but provably innocent man Okay. And an author. And an author. And a very hot man. He fought in a war. He looks like if Squidward was an old German man. That Am I wrong? He's got uh, squid energy. A little bit. Yeah, sure. Um, I'll show you a good picture that I bring up when I bring that up. Um, okay. But anyway, so he's a, he's older. He's in his 60s at the time of the, the trial that begins the show. Um, he had a wife kathleen peterson who was his second or third wife whatever his muse Um, is flame yeah truly like his his like love of his life and his partner and um the the baseline of the story is that one night they're drinking wine outside and um he stays outside by the pool or the grass whatever their courtyard area was outside he watches her go inside that's the last time he sees her alive um, a couple minutes later, he didn't hear anything. Nothing suspicious happened. He just walks in and he sees her, you know, in a pool of her own blood at the bottom of their, you know, staircase. Importantly, um, too, she had taken a Valium as well. Well, I'm getting to that. So, basically, at the scene, she's still alive, technically. Like, she's still kind of shallowly breathing. Yeah. Um, he tries to, like, pick her up. Not pick her up, like, fully, but, like, angle her up. Um, talk to her, like try to keep her awake. Um, he calls 911. He's screaming, please come, like, come here now. Um, because the scene is so, like, bloody and nuts, like, there's blood all over him and his clothes. Um, and of course, you know, unfortunately, she, she was dead when the cops arrived. It took them, like, hella long to get there, which is, like, one of the biggest sins in this country is that, like, ambulance take, like, a half hour to get to your fucking place sometimes, depending on where you are. Um, She was dead, and unfortunately, the way that it goes is that um, the spouse is the first person of interest in cases like this. They immediately turned it into a murder investigation. Well, that's, that's how these things pretty much always start. It takes a while for, like... God forbid I died, people would say you first. They would be like, we have to figure you out, like Dave. Like, you know, and then after they clear you with your alibi or whatever, they'd say, okay, now we can move on. But you would be the number one person of interest, no matter what happened. I would go straight to Argentina, and I would go to Little Germany, and I would live out. If you don't come and fight I know the state. I know the state, babe. I know the state, I would haunt babe, you forever. And I know what they would do. And you would want me to go to Little Germany no, and Argentina sure and find 
Hitler's grandkids and us. And, and what, have sex with them? No, we would create a political oh. movement. We would create a political movement. We would actually bring some justice and order to this world. I would haunt you and turn you gay and then you would kill yourself and that would be that. Anyway, so. I would totally kill the, myself. <laughs> <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> 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 that was cute. Did you hear that? He said that if I died, then he would kill himself. No, I said if I was gay, I would kill myself. What the? All right. Oh, <laughs> man, it's so much worse now. <laughs> okay. Well, we're so having fun. Like, we're having fun. Like Dave said, um, she did have Valium in her system, and she was drinking. So any like reasonable person would consider the fact that she could have been at the top of the stairs, got vertigo or whatever tripped fell a little bit and then like fucking ate it down the, the rest of the stairs and it was a narrow staircase so if you fall you're gonna like bang against the walls and there's gonna be multiple points of impact depending on how many stairs you fall down and how hard you know she could have passed out at the top of the stairs and truly let the full force of her whole body Hit a that bunch of that was one of the that was one of the parts that frustrated me so much because they brought in that woman that witch, mm-hmm. which anyone who will watch it, the gay would, bashing witch, she you would have to define her as a witch, yeah, she like sucked. an absolute witch, yeah, white haired witch. Oh, that other lady. Yeah, okay. that no, I mean, there's a lot of witches in this, but that Every lady especially, involved, that white haired yeah. witch, she goes. I don't see how this could have possibly been caused by a fall. And you're like, are you fucking insane? Yeah, and the dude? reason they you're, what if you tripped and fell head first? Yeah, the reason your they head's said banging that, all the way down the stairs. You don't think that could? There were they did that because they're the most dishonest. Not just that crime organization in the world is the governments of any nation, but especially the United States. Yes, but they like Kathleen Peterson when they did the autopsy and everything. They found like these points of blunt force or at least points of impact points of points of impact so a reasonable person would say there were railings there were stairs there were corners of the wall it doesn't matter if you found three major points of of uh you know bludgeoning like there was also no skull fracture no skull fracture but that's also weird like that doesn't really help you like well if you're gonna bludgeon someone on the head to death depends on how hard you bludgeon them to death doesn't take too much of a head hit to kill somebody but no because you remember in the 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 defense went through every blunt force trauma murder of the past like 20 years before that and none of them didn't have a skull fracture Every single one had a skull fracture, except okay. for Kathleen. Fine. And you're talking about like over a hundred. So there's that. Um, you know, also the the points of impact were like all over the head, so that would have mean that he had to come at her from multiple angles, which doesn't happen. They said that they, like by that I mean like if you were facing me, I would hit you in the front of the head a bunch of times. Um, and then run I around my back and yeah, then like, hit me in the back of yeah, the head. Yeah, no, that's not... That hit me in the side a little bit. That doesn't really happen. No. Um, and also, they said that it happened with a fire poker, and it turns out that they like knew where the fire poker was and they hit it. 
Like, that was one of the most egregious parts yeah, as well. Um, like they, they, they were like, we found the murder weapon, but it like <laughs> wasn't the murder weapon. No, so they said... It would have been bent. It wasn't. This is what like, they said, too. They said, oh, we see in these pictures that there's always this fire poker right in front of the fireplace. And then we see it missing before the murder takes place. But they said they never found it. Well, eventually... It gets found, and it gets found out by the defense that not only did they find it that night of the murder and take it into evidence, but that they took pictures with it, too. So not they definitely knew it existed. Yeah. They knew where it was. They said it was missing. Right. Because it had no signs of being used right. as a murder weapon. So there's Absolutely that. Absolutely and then mind blowing the other crazy part is that they found out about i keep saying jordan because peterson but michael peterson had like was bisexual and he would regular regularly have affairs with men like strictly sexual and um you know was in the military and had like these military fantasies and would meet up with with people and do like you know military like gay role play and had pictures of men um on his computer and all this stuff but he claims that kathleen knew about that because she was the love of his life and she fulfilled absolutely everything that he needed except for that one sexual thing so the state used that to say oh he didn't have such a happy marriage they're they're mischaracterizing publicly yeah and then they show all of these email exchanges that he has with various people, they show the jury all of these gay pictures he has on his computer, which there weren't even that many, but they do Plus this... has nothing to do with murdering her. Well, they do like, this with to, um, uh, what do they call it? To something the jury? Prejudice the jury. Well, yeah. Against him. Yeah, of course. That's the like, only reason you would admit that. Yeah, throw this fag in jail. That's what they were saying to the jury. Mm-hmm. And because of where it was in what North Carolina mm-hmm. or something, um, you know, everyone, so, no, it was in, it was, it was in Durham. Yeah, it was in Durham. That's so weird because we've just been talking about Durham, the guy. Yeah. It was in is Durham in North Carolina. Yeah. I didn't. Pretty know that. sure. Well, wherever it is, it's not in a place where they. It was at Durham. The time, totally Durham. So you're talking about early 2000s. Early 2000s. Yeah. This isn't 2022 where like oh he's. He's bi. He's bi? He's a bi innocent. King. Yeah. Innocent. <laughs> bi king. He's innocent. Yeah. Dude, if you're gay, you should be committing crimes in San Francisco. You should be committing crimes in Washington, D.C. <laughs> you should be committing crimes in New York City. Yeah. You get away with anything you want. Not true, but well, basically, you, know, you got a better it, shot. It really was like shitty and like embarrassing for this guy because mm-hmm. like that was a private fact about his marriage that like you know who knows if she fucking knew about it but according to him she would like she like knew at least about his past right having relationships with gay dudes and i'm sure that like when you're in your 60s and you're married happily and your partner is gay and they like need to do that that a woman like that she seemed chill as fuck that she would probably be like you know what out of sight out of mind like don't give me a disease be as long as you're not in love with these guys like i'm almost 70 i'm not trying to fuck anymore like my sex life is pretty much over if you have to go like play military you know butt fantasy Uh somewhere just to keep you like happy and fulfilled in that way before you die yeah if you want to go slam the ham 
then you just got butt slammed no he got butt slammed because mm. he got put in jail they found him guilty in yeah, the so and he was in jail for eight years and he got like <sighs> even fucking older in jail this old eventually guy. yeah jail really ruined him as it'll ruin anyone and we'll wrap it up like he finally gets out by basically what what is it called an al some kind of guilty plea an al um yeah there's alfred a, yeah there's whatever it was there's a type of plea alford yeah. alford plea yeah where you're pleading guilty but you're not admitting that you did it but you're basically conceding to the, the label, prosecution the label of guilty yeah, in you're return saying, for you you're putting whatever. it on your record yeah and so he went with the man like a involuntary or no a voluntary manslaughter charge with time served with time served so he didn't have to go back cuz he was in jail for 9 years yeah i highly recommend this to watch because it'll make you so angry at the state it'll make you realize how deeply flawed the justice system is even when it's working even when it's working it's just not great and the guy um deaver right Dwayne deaver mm-hmm. that guy he was um like the lead investigator what is his official title he was like a sheriff or something da is that him yeah he was was he the da um, well, I've, I don't know. We're mixing up names now. Well, anyway, he was like the dude in charge of the whole effort. And yeah, then that was the DA. Yeah, and he was involved with something like 213 cases that he he claimed to be an expert on some Oh, now shit. you're talking about the forensics guy. Different guy, though. Yeah, that that is deeper. You're yeah. talking about the right guy. He was not the DA, but he was the expert that they brought in. Who, as it turned out, wasn't an Deaver expert at was all. Deaver was that chode. The chode. No, Deaver was the, um, uh, you know, like the real, I'm Southern, and I know what I'm talking about, and I have an accent like this, so you know I gotta, yeah, he had you a know what I'm voice. saying. He had a deeper voice. No, you're thinking of the DA. He was not the one who was making these claims about being an expert. That was Deaver, different guy. The DI, I forget his no, name. No, Deaver was the was main chode, guy. Was it Chode, though? Absolutely. Let me... Do I have permission? Yeah. Um, Dwayne Deaver. I think it's DW. Mm. I'm talking so there's no dead air. Yeah. Dwayne right Deaver. Now? I'm jamming it for us. Oh, wow. You're right. I'm so sorry. I told sorry. you that You're that so was sorry. Dwayne Deaver. Okay, so... Yeah, but he's also a Chode. He's a chode too. Who's the um, this guy? Oh, Jim Harden. Mm, mm-hmm. That was a motherfucker. I did not like him at all. No one likes him. I gotta bring the yeah the staircase. Everything that oh I gotta you, bring up you would the thing trust again. about the system just goes awry. And uh, Michael Peterson and his whole family, they're so like smart and like like and by smart I mean like educated, polite. Like, he has, like, these two absolutely gorgeous sons. And, like, he has these two adopted daughters um, from some other thing. Oh, yeah, that's another thing, too. His first wife died. I mean, we don't even need to. By being pushed down the stairs. 
<laughs> not being pushed. Well, allegedly pushed. You gotta watch it. We're not doing the whole thing. Like it's thirteen episodes. Go watch it. It's yeah. really good. It's really well it's done. Excellent. It will make you hate the state. Just because we told you everything doesn't mean that you won't absolutely adore it. No, and you you really new like it. To hate, yeah. And this is the thing. It's like this is what I said on my Instagram story today, which you should all be following, and I think you do. Based on the number of people who listen to the podcast and the number of people who watch the story, I think everyone who listens does watch the story. Mm. It's Dean Amory. That's my Instagram. And I said on my Instagram because there was like a... Someone took a screen grab of like uh, Klaus talking to Davos and in the top right corner it says World Government Summit. So it's like, okay, they're just saying it out loud now. Which they kind of always have been pretty transparent about that part, a global government, a world government. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm finally at the point where I'm like, at reached a point of exasperation where I go, fine, let's do a global government, but not them. I'm like, not them. I want a better global government than that. If we really got to do this whole world government thing, I don't want those fuckheads to be in charge of it. I'm not even against the idea anymore. Go ahead, make a fucking well, we're not global stop government. It. <laughs> make a global government. No more national sovereignty. Whatever. Get out of my face with that. No I don't care anymore. Sounds good to me. Yeah, whatever. Do it. That's fine. But not them. I don't want Klaus and and I don't want Fidel Castro's son to be in an important role. Justin Trudeau. Justin Trudeau. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want these people to have important roles in the global government. If they weren't such fuckheads. It would be an easier sell. Where's Napoleon? Where's Caesar? Where are these great leaders that we used to have? They're gone. Like, where are they? Where's the great leaders? Why do they not want to get into politics? I mean, I get why. Logan Paul. No, not Logan Paul. Logan Paul. I'm voting for Logan Paul. We like. We, I'm absolutely voting. This will for kind Logan of Paul. probably be an ongoing thing where we have to try to think of ideas of people who could be these great leaders. Gordon because Ramsey. where are they? And you know what? Why not make like uh, I could see like a I could see a British guy. It you know Gordon Ramsay's British. <laughs> I could see it being a Scot, being a Scottish person. Maybe not. It's too hard to understand them. So it could yeah, be a Brit, <laughs> it could be an American, it could be a South African. It has to be a white person. Well, it could be a black man. I, I would either say white man or black man, or, or white woman. No, 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 no. I changed my mind. White man, black man. Um, Why not an Asian guy? They're not strong enough. They're not I strong disagree. enough. I disagree. No, and they 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 we know what they do with power, and it's nothing good. What and makes you think the the toughest, most most ruthless leaders on Russian. the planet are are Asian people? You have the the Kim Jongs and the the Xi. Exactly, you can't trust them with power. Why? The I mean, why you can you trust other people with power? Well, I guess you can't. You can't trust anybody. But we're talking about a global government here. You need, you would need, you would need it to be a white guy or a black guy. I would want it to be like a half Chinese, half black guy. Well, that's just not going to happen. The tallest, smartest 
person with a hold over the economy of the world. I mean, look, you, it's just like they, this has to be a sellable person. This has to be someone that people like and like want to get behind their leadership. Pete Davidson. Oh, my God. That kid gets whatever he wants. Well, fine. Then make it Pete Davidson. Whatever. I just wish he was funnier. Yeah. But, you know, there's still a lot of like racists and Nazis in this world. I mean, look at Ukraine. They're full of Nazis. Yeah. So we got to sell this to Ukraine. You're going to sell a, a Chinese guy as world leader to the Ukrainian racist Nazis? Yeah, right. They're not racist. I mean, Ukraine is essentially 50 to 70% Nazi at this point. And I I would be afraid to set foot in that hellhole of a country, even whether at war or not. Because you're a Jew. Because I'm Jewish and they hate, they hate Jews. They want to exterminate them. They want to finish the job. Which, again, like, which Jews? That would be the most important question to me. And I would say, is it not me? And if they said, yeah, it's not you, I would say, all right, carry on. And I only half mean that. Right. Just so we're clear. Uh-huh. I'm saying that mostly tongue-in-cheek. Right. As with most things that I say. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, look, we're going to continue on here. And I guess, like, that is really just the important question. What if your jury is a bunch of fucking retards? And this is always a possibility. And what you need to do, and this would be my recommendation to anyone whether innocent or not, and especially if you're innocent, especially if you're innocent, and the state is trying you, and the DA is coming after you, and they're throwing everything you got at you, they got at you, leave the country. You be, become a flight risk. Get the fuck out. Well, yeah. Try to preemptively get citizenship in another country, but leave the country because you will lose. Is that asylum? Um... Well, I mean, that's what Julian Assange did, so... But is, is what he did called asylum? That's my point. Or is that called something else? I think if you're really low profile, like if you're not a... Uh, what did I do? Just don't. Just don't. How about that? I think if you're low profile, you're not like a low internationally pro. known person like Julian Assange, then maybe... Or if you're like a plant like Edward Snowden, then they're not going to go after you because you did your job. You know what I mean? I'm not sure what Edward Snowden's job was exactly, but if you look at the way that they treated Julian Assange and you look at the way that they treat Edward Snowden, you go, okay. Well, those are not equal by any means. Like, Julian Assange is threatening more on more people. And Is he? Yes. And Edward Snowden was I don't like, even know if that's the case. This is about national security, and this is what we have. Like, it was only about national security and privacy. And Julian Assange is like, here's all of Hillary's emails. Here's all of the Hunter Biden stuff. Here's all of the... He wasn't even the Hunter Biden stuff. No, but I'm saying, like, he's the type of person that has everything on everyone, or at least people give him everything about everyone. And he's more volatile and accessible because he has that like celebrity twinge to him too, which Snowden like didn't want any part of. He totally did. No. We have different different interpretations here. No. I view the United States just letting Edward Snowden go and not pursuing him as suspicious. And it makes me it think... It definitely is. And it undermines Edward Snowden's credibility. Because I say, if you're truly a dissident enemy of the state, why are you not being treated no, as one? because what he did wasn't 
it wasn't that like earth shattering. Like it totally was at the time. Not really. No one really understood what he did or what significance it held over our lives. Like people were like, "Oh yeah, he leaked secrets," and for that reason, he's a traitor. That you're being spied on. Yeah, but we all knew by that. By the NSA. But we all knew that. He, he just confirmed, confirmed it. it. And now, no, Julian Assange is you're like, saying we knew here's that. all like, this pedophile stuff. Uh, we had the suspicion, but he confirmed it. Fine. Well, That's well, one thing. It's about security. No, be, because you're saying it like we... Else. No, people didn't suspect that. That wasn't like a widely held belief. I think it was. No, because that's 2022 that you're talking about. No, not. This was years ago. Hey, you can't tell me what I'm saying. I'm telling you what you're saying. Nah. You're doing the thing that historians do sometimes, where they go back and they rewrite history from the perspective of a current modern-day person. Yeah, you it's can't the worst buy a thing cannon. you can do as a historian. You can't buy a cannon. It was impossible to buy a cannon. You could buy a cannon back yeah. <laughs> then. You could totally buy a cannon. You, you were allowed can't. to buy a cannon. There were no cannons. They weren't allowed. Cannons weren't even invented until the 70s. I've pretty much confirmed and consolidated my belief that the more armed a nation is, the safer it is. That's dumb. At this point. Dumb. Um, and you dumb just said it. Wrong. It takes so long for cops to arrive on the scene. This reinforces the fact that you need to do things yourself. You should not be relying on the cops. The cops are largely incompetent. They have they, no idea what they're doing. They're overarmed. There's no reason to have to choose between cops or people like civilians there has to be both a restructuring of the police and how what kind of restructuring i mean like like the way that you say the government just needs like there is no fixing it there is no really improving anything it's either like burn it down and start over or keep with the charade and having one one glowing nice boy in a thousand once every eight years like who's a decent politician right like with a with the police like defunding the police to most people everyone just like wants to dissolve the police and that's dumb and that's you know not feasible or a good idea or whatever but placing like giving the police different responsibilities varied responsibilities like compared to what they actually have now adding people to the police force who do non-violent confrontations specifically um i see i don't increasing i don't, I, I don't know like giving them secret bases all over the place dumps deep underground military bases yeah sure I don't know, because people are like, well, yeah, just send a social worker in there. I'm like, well, wait. Not to the school. What I'm saying is that, like. No, I know. In, in a lot of regards, you're like. The cops shouldn't be a one-size-fits-all type of deal. And they're highly ineffective and highly incompetent. And the standards need to be raised. And their job descriptions need to change based on what they are expected to do. Like, not every cop who goes and investigates a, a crime scene needs to be the same person who goes and deals with the active shooter like these are two different types of brains at work well that like, kind of already is a thing isn't it like, i mean detective yeah but like if you call 911 like cops are gonna show up 
how are they different from the 911 cops that show up when you have a murder? Yeah, you also have detectives, but you also get just cops. Like, you know, am I wrong? Am I totally wrong? Well, because then you have, like, their SWAT teams and stuff. Like, it depends on what the situation yeah, is. Yeah, and who inevitably intervened. Was it the SWAT team in the, in the shooting case? In the Texas one? Yeah. Well, no one intervened. That's not true. So they Oh, eventually you no. mean? No. Okay. The what actually happened was the police went into the school immediately but didn't open the door because the door was locked and they needed eventually to get the janitor key to open the door but they didn't have that authorized until the, the <coughs> chief or the commissioner whoever the fuck um, I don't know. Did you hear about this? In. So the cops went in within minutes but they didn't do anything and the parents were like the cops aren't doing anything we want to go in there but did, did you see the other stuff about the police chase that he was that he had engaged police this part he, of, didn't he crash his truck into uh like he flipped his truck or something i don't know this part is it's hard to find information on this part because this part makes it way more suspicious that he had engaged police in a firefight arrived at the school outside the school was firing at police Police were firing back. Went in the school. That doesn't make any sense. I don't. I've never heard that account. Well, I heard it. I don't remember where, but I need to see like a breakdown. We'll have to. We'll have to do more research into this one. Yeah. But that makes me. But when the I hear that, was bad. And the only when I person that, who thought I go, it was good was Joe Biden. I know Joe Biden thought they did Biden a good was job. Like, this is America's finest is great men. Okay, well, this is a good transition, and we'll bring it to the last That's part. That's why I did it. Yeah, that was really good. Thanks yeah. for that. So Joe Biden, someone wrote an op-ed. And then wrote by Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people, mostly liberals, think that Joe Biden wrote this op-ed. I found it interesting and thought we would make fun of it a little bit because the Joe Biden administration is a disaster. Mm. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to do some defending of him with regards to inflation. Ugh. Whatever. And we'll talk about it. It's funny when you think about how often Trump's approval rating was broadcasted and discussed. Yeah. And like that and like we were talking about before, the mental fitness and like memory tests and stuff, literally none of that would would fly or pass like in any way with Joe Biden. Like Well the other thing is his approval rating right now, at this point, yeah. it's like day four ninety is the lowest in a long, long time. I don't Lower know than Trump. How it could be more than like time. thirty or twenty nine percent. Like Yeah, I mean and though those are always inflated talk about inflation. Those are always inflated numbers with the approval. Or, you know, sometimes maybe they're not, but they're never like the way that they conduct these polls, it's like it's silly. And I always say it, like, who's picking up the phone? Right. Hello? This is Dave. Who is a house? Hi, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> I'm calling with the uh, Pew National Polling. Quinnipiac. For fuck you. Hang up. Yeah. You're not polling me. <laughs> so it's like, I think like the the more likely yeah, you those are. Those who want to be polled. Yeah, the more likely you you 
Okay, the more you hate the government, the less likely you are to stay on the phone for a poll, I think. I, at or the this more point, you, I disagree. Or the more you don't care. Also, you're lying if you're telling me right now that you, Dave Namery, if, if a pollster called you, that you would hang up and be like, not interested. I think you would keep them on the phone. <clears throat> no, I would troll them, though, That's and I wouldn't be saying. answering their questions. You would be answering their questions, but in a fake way. No, I would try to ask them questions. Of course you would. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. There's no way that the Dave we all know and love no, would but hang I, up on a pollster. No, I wouldn't. I'm not saying that I would, but I would be like, why are you doing this? You know? <laughs> what do you think? Are you okay? Do you think he's doing a good job? Yeah. Do you think he's doing a good job? Yeah, be like, I have a loaded gun. <laughs> and it's going in one line. Yes okay. and no. We're getting to this op-ed, and then we're finishing we're up. We're literally talking about it right now. I'm going to read a little bit. Ugh. You'll be fine. Can I read it? Let me read it. Wow. What do you mean, wow? You don't think I can read. I'm just worried. And I don't want to make assumptions. You always do this. Joe Biden. My plan for fighting inflation. Mm. Here's the best part of it. The subheading invalidates the entire op-ed. Because the subheading goes, I won't meddle with the Fed. Okay, yeah, we don't right. have to read anymore. Well. <laughs> <laughs> we can just put it down now. Joe Biden goes, first of all, you know what's funny? It's like this idea. You might as well have said, like, hey, look, I only am allowed to be on the phone for five minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mom's turning the lights off. <laughs> this is like the crazy thing about it is like, first of all, I saw Joe Biden wrote an op-ed. I was like, what? No way. <laughs> I was like, what, the president's doing that? Because it's like, the funny thing is, Trump would have just tweeted this. Trump would have just went on his phone and went... One of 200. Went, the Fed's printing too much money. This has to stop. Yeah. That would have been his... Joe writes an op-ed, or, you know, his team writes an op-ed. You're like... We're doing op-eds? Like, they, they, on the Wall Street Journal, no less... It's such a silly, like... This why is why such do you a, think the Wall Street Journal? Um, I don't know. He probably wanted to appear, like, bipartisan and, like, oh, they're a neutral source. They're not the New York Times. or Not that he wouldn't have done it in the New York Times, but it's also financial. So he's talking about inflation, so it makes sense to put it in the Wall Street Journal. Mm. So he goes, I, mo I won't meddle with the Fed. Okay, so, yeah. So nothing you do will work. Yeah, so what else? <laughs> so like you're, so he's basically saying, this is this is how you could read it. You can go, Joe Biden, my plan for fighting inflation is to not fight it. He's just thoughts and prayers standing down. Yeah, that's his like strategic surrender. Is our national? That's our chief executive's plan. To battle inflation is to stand down and surrender. Well, you gotta let him eat breakfast first. Yeah. This is just his draft. He's saying, look, I'm thinking about it. I'm processing it. And tomorrow, when I have breakfast at three in the morning, like all old people do, um, then he'll have enough energy to write about it <coughs> until 3.17 in the morning. And then maybe we'll get a little snippet. Maybe he'll be like, you know what? Maybe I can do something about the Fed, but I'm going to need a snack and a nap first. I just like, give him a couple days and he'll form some thoughts. This is the other thing about like deep state Joe, that Powell was appointed by Donald Trump. 
And Joe won't even go after the Fed when it's being led by a Trump appointee. Mm -hmm. That's deep state Joe. Right. It's like, I'm not going after these people. Mm -hmm. He fears them, I think. But why? Something we, well... That's why we need a real president. What what even would be a real president at this point? I don't know. Probably Ron DeSantis. You're right. Probably Logan Paul. But (laughs) um, the... It would be really cool if we went through the article and dissected it to see if there were any third person slip ups. <laughs> like <laughs> well, he, you, like saying he instead it. of I. That's what I'm saying. Like, because oh. it's all I won't do this, I won't do that. Let's just, read a little bit. We won't read the whole thing, mm. but we'll read a little bit because we didn't even get through the subheading yet. Mm-hmm. The full subheading is I won't meddle with the Fed. Stop reading this article. That's the... I won't meddle with the Fed, but I will tackle high prices while guiding the economy's transition to stable and steady growth. What do these things mean? I don't know. Apparently, we're in transition. Well, because we've been in a volatile, crazy state for two years i don't know because people like respond we, directly responding to the pandemic no it's been it people keep saying i'm sorry i didn't mean to be dismissive there can we kiss i didn't mean to be dismissive like that but it's we've been out of the we've been out of the pandemic economy for a year now like it's been over no. it's done it's the it's supply done. chain issues are residual from people not wanting to get vaccinated at their job and worker work supply or work you know workers shortages whatever the fuck whatever you call that that's been over for months not not really but the other that's thing still is, a thing that's not causing inflation it's a part of it it's not how it might play a tiny role so there is a part of it but inflation ultimately comes down to the printing of the money you're devaluing currency by flooding the market with eight trillion dollars, NFTs of monkeys. Oh, NFTs dollars. of monkeys. Yeah, <laughs> bored apes. Okay, let me read a little bit. Mm-hmm. The global economy faces serious <laughs> challenges. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my fault. That's <laughs> Joe's <laughs> fault. Oh, what? Oh my God! Are you reading an article? Can you believe this? So someone on Joe's team goes, guys. We got to make a statement. We got to make a public statement. We got to explain to them what we're going to do about the inflation because these midterms are coming up and people want answers. Yeah. And so they go, let's get our best writer on it. We got to really knock this thing out of the park. And their best writer goes, I've got the intro hook sentence <laughs> to get us into this. They go, the global economy faces serious challenges, mm. period. That's the hook go off. sentence. Go off, King. This is what I mean by... Just give me good leaders. If they're going to take away all my rights, at least make them good. At least make them sexy talkers. At least write a hook. Yeah. I could write, I could have wrote a better op-ed than this. Like, hit me up, Joe. I'll work for you. I don't care. I'll sell myself out. A better hook would have been like, the economy is perfectly fine. And I'll tell you why. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's so much better. Yeah. You know what I actually wanted to say? Because you, you mentioned it. Mm. And I have a totally new... Like, I actually like grifters now, kind of. Because you I, are one. Yeah. yeah. Well, I want to be one. I'm not a grifter because I'm not making money. Well. Like, I'd love to be a grifter. Yeah. I'd love to make money off, like, people's emotions and, like, riling people up and, mm. like, lying about things. And that yeah. would be fun. Being Jewish. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. All the things that. That you are. 
Yeah. Yeah. And then I can't help. Wow, you're even bad at being a Jew. That's but crazy. this. Well, this is actually what I was thinking. I never really liked BLM capital, capital B Black Lives Matter, capital B capital L capital M the corporation. Yeah, yeah. That they made. Sure. Until I found out that Patrice Colors, the head of it, was hoarding all the money and buying mansions for herself and like her husband. Yeah. And then I was like, go oh, off. I yeah. then I was like, I wish I could go back. <laughs> and I would her. donate money. <laughs> just knowing that it's just going to her. Yeah. And it's not going to like weird Marxist political movements, you know? Well, I don't even really know what they were funding. Like I don't either. I think just they were they were all the money was going to um Act Blue, I think. Just Democratic Super PAC. Oh, okay. I think that's what it was. But that's the thing. It's like, I'm like, and I don't want to give... funds, I think, too. Yeah, so I'm like, I don't want to give money to Democrats. But I'm like, I'd, I'd give... I'll throw you a few bucks, Patrice. Like, sure. Like, you, I love your grift. Well, during the camp... Um, not the campaign, Jesus. During the, the George Floyd um, riots, riots and everything. No, the crazy fucking riot. Well, I know what you're saying. But anyway, I donated as much money <laughs> as I could to the bail funds because I was like... I'm not personally feeling violent about this, and maybe I should have or whatever. Like, clearly it was, you know, a breaking point for black people. But I was like, I want to be able to pay for the pissed off black people to go cause trouble because they're so mad. And hopefully my $50 will... So you just want to use black anger for your own entertainment? Not for my entertainment. I want them to go off and be angry without having to pay themselves out of jail. I so think you want them to do the, the hard jail time while you sit I don't want in them to do any time. Apartment. I want to get them out of jail. That was the point. That was such a white woman thing you just said. It's not. <laughs> You're making it a white woman thing. I'm saying I don't I you you want to support the grift. I want to support people who are fucking angry who but they were work, making mistakes. I don't support them being violent because they don't realize that they work against their their goals. It's the same thing that happened with the truckers. I don't truckers. care if they were working against their goals. They were pissed. Well, all they end up doing is giving more power to the people who hate them. It's the same thing the truckers did. They thought they were making a difference. They didn't make a difference. They, did they made for a everything bit. worse in the end. And that was the same with the BLM riots. All they end up doing was make things worse for themselves. I don't think so. I think there's an overall benefit to the BLM protest. That is very, very debatable. But no. it's okay. My point was that when I found out the money was just going to get mansions for Patrice Colors, I said, I would consider donating now. Because do you, girl. That's what I'm get saying that money, the same get thing. Get that grift. She wasn't being violent. She wasn't out in the streets. I mean, I maybe she was during she the day. She probably was. Probably yeah. during the day, talking in a, you Me- know, megaphone. talking about how much she's going to help the black movement meanwhile she's like she's black thinking about i think so i don't know if she's ados but meanwhile she's thinking about you know putting a down payment on her first mansion i love that and i i respect that woman so i would give her money great i'm sure you still can i'm sure she has a cash app well i'm not doing very well financially so i can't Mm -hmm. okay let's maybe we can get through a paragraph or two we're already like we've done more than enough for an episode, but let's just keep going. 
for a little bit longer, okay? okay? The global economy faces serious challenges. Inflation is elevated. You serious right now? I'm letting you read. Just put them on quick. I did. Putting them on slow, it just makes it worse. <laughs> okay, you know what? You do that over there. I'm going to finish the episode. I'm okay? doing it with you. I just interrupt you too much. I'm interrupting you too much, so I, I want to do the thing. I have to, I want to, to tint my hair pink, and I want to leave it in for enough hours so that I can rinse it, not at two in the morning. Is that fair? Yeah, that's fine. I think so, too. Okay, I'm going to be over here Read. reading. Inflation is elevated, exacerbated by Vladimir Putin's war in Ukraine. It took them two the second sentence. To blame it on Poots, which no one's buying. No one's buying that. Everyone knows that's a lie, except for Flaggets. Believe that. And we all know there are few things as gullible as a Flagget. Unless you're a, you know, Russian tennis player, then you're not even allowed to be a Flagget. That's a reference to watching the French Open earlier. Did something happen? No. I was watching the French Open earlier and Medvedev was playing. He is Russian. They did not display a flag next to his name. That was buck wild. Erasure. I was... an erasure. I'm Russian. I'm allowed to be mad at that. I'm like a little Russian, but my mom now denies it. And she says, no, we're actually Ukrainian. No. But my mom's a flag yet. Does she really? Like... There's no way that's true. We have ancestors from Eastern Europe. I'm sure some of them are Russian. I know some of them are Russian, but then you're talking about like Soviet Union. Well, where were they? I guess we're Ukrainians then. I guess we have Ukrainian blood. I don't know if my mom's serious about that or not. It would be very funny if she was doing a bit. I would. If she was doing a bit, well, if she was doing a bit, that. there wouldn't be a Ukrainian flag in my mom's front yard. Well, but I think maybe the sentiment is maybe a bit. Anyway, continue. I hope so. Okay, energy markets are in turmoil, you say. Supply chains haven't fully healed. healed. That haven't fully healed are causing shortages and price hikes. (coughs) Correct. Debatable. Look, Americans are anxious. I'm going to really like Joe Biden. Look. Here's the deal. Here's, here's the deal. Americans are anxious, not Joe. I know that feeling. I grew up in a family. This is where it really like just gets out of control. Yeah. Second paragraph. Let's go corn pop. And we're doing this corn pop thing. Brandon. Brandon. Americans are anxious. Yeah. I know that feeling. I grew up in a family where it mattered when the price of gas or groceries rose. We felt it around the kitchen. <laughs> but the American people should have confidence. Oh my God, I have neighbors. <laughs> that our economy, our economy, faces these challenges from a position I so much better than you. of strength. Let me read. <laughs> you wanna, okay. Okay, wait, you, you could read the next, this is where we're at. We're, this is the next paragraph. 
in January 2021 when I took office, the, re- the recovery had stalled and COVID was out of control. I'm going to do a British accent. No, I'm not, I was doing a better <laughs> job. You didn't, you weren't even. Okay, fine. I didn't do a good job. Uh, in January 2021, when I took office, the recovery had stalled and COVID was out of control. Yep. Okay, Joe. All right. And then he just starts bragging. Let me get to the part where he says, um, with the right policies, the U.S. can transition from recovery to stable, steady growth and bring down inflation without giving up all these historic gains. He's talking about the stock market. Oh, she said not my muscles. I don't know if they can hear you from there. I can't I can't read it anymore because it's so boring. <laughs> I'll read this one sentence. First, the Federal Reserve has a primary responsibility to control inflation. Okay, hey. Wow, this is good. My predecessor demeaned the Fed. Donald Trump demeaned the Fed. He won't say his name, too. Have you noticed that? He just says, my predecessor. He won't say his name, which doesn't seem like a power move to me. I suppose it could be interpreted as a power move, but I see it as not a power move. To me, it seems like legally, it seems like a legal coverage of sorts. I mean, even though literally his predecessor was Trump, like maybe if you name Trump in an article that it could be like defamatory or something. I don't know. I don't know. My predecessor demeaned the Fed, and past presidents have sought to influence its decisions inappropriately during a process of periods of elevated inflation. I won't do this. I have appointed highly qualified people from both parties to lead an institution. I agree with their assessment that finding inflation is our topic and our challenge right now. So now we're Chinese. This is what he's basically saying. He's saying, I know that the Fed is responsible for managing inflation. And that's why I'm not going to try to do anything. I'm not going to try to change their mind about things. Because believe it or not, Trump actually basically bullied Powell into lowering interest rates. So you can bully the Fed into doing what you want. Mm. The problem is, it's political suicide for Biden to go to the Fed and say, you need to raise interest rates, which would have the effect of crashing certain stocks. It would cause companies to lay people off so that they can keep their revenue high. So it would increase unemployment, but this is what has to be done to avoid a economic catastrophe. Right. But it's political suicide. Biden, if he wanted to do one last good thing before he died, he would do this. If he really cared. Assuming he's still alive. <laughs> if he is still alive. If he wanted to do one last good thing, he would do this. So Joe, before you die, cuck the Fed. That's what we're going to call this episode. Please, Joe, do something for us all. Do one last thing. One last hurrah and then join Bo wherever he went. If it was heaven, maybe you'll go there too. But I kind of doubt it based on some of the stuff on that laptop. But who knows? Maybe it's Photoshop. Maybe it's Photoshop, Joe. 
but so maybe much of it is Photoshop. Maybe God. I doubt. I doubt that. I think it's real. Okay. Maybe God will see that you had a positive impact at the very end of your life on millions of Americans, and he'll say, you know what? That's good enough. What's one or two 14-year-old girls when you're talking about helping hundreds of millions of Americans? So here's your chance, Joe. Cuck the Fed. And Tell us, them what to do. Give us one more stimulus payment. <laughs> Just print a little bit more. In it. Just print a little bit more. Just print a little bit more. So we can own land. <laughs> right, babe? Joe, don't listen to my woman. Cuck the Fed. You know how to do it. You've probably done it before. Been cucked, I mean. But you're not the cuck this time. They are. Yeah, the Fed will control. be the cuck. Take the Fed's woman and fuck the Fed's woman in front of the Fed. Yeah. Or man. I don't know. The Fed might be gay. Mm-hmm. The Fed might be uh, they. That doesn't... Okay. The Fed could be anything. Right. Cuck them, Joe. Cuck them hard. It's Pride Month. It's a great time to do that. Thank you for listening. We love you. We do love you. And I love you. Mm. Mm.